This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. On each episode of Barkcast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good mate, thanks for asking. Excellent, right. Question time. Absolutely. Summer holidays have started um, for most international schools and Mm -hmm. for the Western world. And we have a question coming in from Paula. Paula has a long-haired golden retriever. Okay, dokes. And she's asking, should she... What, what, what? I think I know where this is going. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. That's all right. Paula has sent an email in. She has a long-haired golden retriever. Okay, dokes. And she has asked, should I shave my golden retriever during the summer months because he's very hot? So this is going to be a really short podcast. No. Okay, thank you very much. If you yeah, need very your much, dog Paula. training, <laughs> any other questions? Do let me okay. Know. You say no yeah. very quickly. Let's go. If if you don't mind, um, uh, why? Let, well, yeah. Let's do this. The why, and then if you can do a little bit of the science behind it as well. So, why do dogs have long hair? Just different breeds have different hair. That's that's a slightly easier one. That's different dog breeds, and a lot of the breeds were bred for specific function and also bred for specific um, styles and what have you. So uh, dogs with particular coats, we would breed to that particular line and we end up with a, a golden retriever or a mountain dog or whatever it was that we were after through the, the breeding process. In terms of shaving, the theory is, and it kind of makes sense if you think about it from a human perspective, if I'm wearing a fur coat and I go outside and it's 40 degrees Celsius or 100 plus Fahrenheit for the American listeners, um, surely it would make sense if I took off my coat and I would be a lot cooler. Yes. Absolutely. The thing is, that works for us. It doesn't work for dogs. What about shaving? Okay, you, you it, mentioned wearing a fur coat, but we have hair. It, uh, it, my next point would be, so you and I are lucky enough to still have our hair at our tender age of mid-30s, give or take. <laughs> but if you, were to sh- if you go out in the sunshine and you stand there for a while, obviously it's hot. I now want you to come inside, shave your head completely, and stand back outside. Are you telling me you're not going to feel any hotter? You are, and you're going to burn. Simple that's a, as. That's a really interesting... Okay, so yeah, so I've got my growing my hair long again. Um, don't comment. Yeah. And then I go inside, and I shave it all off, and I go outside. I am going to burn, but that's the sun burning it. And yeah. The, okay, so the hair is protected. All right, so I'm, I'm seeing the... Same thing with the dogs. So A, their, their fur has two functions. Number one, it's acting as their sunblock. It is protecting their skin from the sun hitting them. You don't lather your dog up with sun, with sun cream. And dogs will very often, even when it is baking hot, quite happy to take them outside, sit on the driveway, sit in the grass, and enjoy the sunshine. Dogs do that a lot. So they don't always seek out the shade. Obviously, they do from most of the time, but they do enjoy a bit of sunshine. But the fur is their skin protection. Number two, dogs don't have a way of... Do- dogs don't sweat. So when we get hot, we sweat, and that's the way of our body trying to cool itself down. Dogs can't do that. They pant a lot, and that's the blood uh, flowing, hot blood through down the tongue. That's where they've got contact with the air, and that's how they're helping to try and keep themselves cool. But the fur is what is also helping them to keep cool. Now, most people say, 
What are you talking about, Russell? Fur. You just said that fur coat makes you hot, so you're saying now fur keeps if him we, cool. And this is for us, put on a extra layer of fur coat. Yes, it's going to make us hot. But the way, and that's, that's an, an external garment that we're putting on top of ourselves. With the dogs, it's part of them. Is there so, science? And in the okay. same way that you go out in the sunshine and you've got hair on the top of your head, beautiful hair, I should, I should stress there, Jay. Thank you. That's in some ways helping keep our head cooler than if you shaved your head completely. And one of the fun things, and this has been going on for a long time, people say, oh, it's rubbish. Whenever I shave my dog, he cools down immensely. It's not true. A lot of the time, what you're seeing um, is your own projection onto the dog. So, for example, it's a hot day. Your dog's lying there panting. Oh, the poor thing is really hot. And you'll, you'll, oh, we'll bring him inside. We'll put him in the aircon. And you're very sort of calm and sedate around your dog because you think he's really, really hot and he's really tired. So you shave him. And then you start acting like, hey, my dog's, I've shaved him, so he must be nice and cool. Like, hey, come on, buddy, let's go out for a walk. And the dog is reacting to you way more than he is reacting to whether he's particularly cool or particularly hot. And one of the, uh, one of the fun things from COVID, <laughs> hello, everyone's got these, these temperature gauges now that you can sort of um, press a little button that sort of taps against your, your head and what have you. And the fact that they're so widely available, we've all got them. And I can show you. If I had one in the house, I could do it now. It wouldn't work on a podcast, but great for a video. Against a dog, this is against a, a, a part of their head, their head or body where you haven't shaved. This is the temperature on their skin. And then go to a part where you have shaved and do the same thing. And the temperature is very, very different. If you shave your dog, you will make them hotter. End of story. Okay. Um, uh, what about if you have a dog that's traditionally um, found in colder climates, mm-hmm. such as a Siberian Husky? Yep word Siberian kind of you know, yeah. gives it away slightly. There are, people seem to have Huskies here. We're both based in Phuket in Thailand. Um, people have Siberian Huskies here. It's a different environment for them. So surely, you know, they don't need their long hair. They can come here in the tropics and they can shave it off. So, no. There's dogs like that. And again, Golden Retrievers, uh, Border Collies, German Shepherds, etc. Bernese Mountain Dogs. They've got two coats. They've got an outer coat and an undercoat. And you've probably heard the expression of coats, uh, coats of dogs blowing their coats, which is basically happens once or twice a year, and it's the undercoat that's just blowing out. And when you tend to get dogs in um, cyclical climates, i.e. you've got seasons, you'll get to your summer months, and that's when you'll start to see that the dog is shedding completely. It's just shedding a lot of the undercoat, the base coat, a lot of that dense coat that's keeping them warm and insulating them. That's what's coming out. Right, slow down. The external coat, is the bit that's protecting them from insect bites and sunburn and stuff like that. I, I'm being a listener right now. Slow gotcha. down. Slow right, down. Let, let, let's, let's try to pick this um, apart a little bit. First of all, blowing their coat. Shedding. Thank you. Let's, yeah. let's use Sorry, terminology yeah, that yeah, the listener yeah. will understand <laughs> because I'm sure blowing the coat... If anyone's, if anyone's got a, a, a long-haired, double-coated dog like a retriever or a, sh- a shepherd or what have you, they will know exactly what I mean by that. that all of a sudden, there's just fur... Everywhere. Yeah, most people call it shedding, not shedding, blowing sorry, yeah. their coat. Yeah. But we're told to brush our dogs. Are we not taking... Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that not taking the hair off the dogs? So yes and no. But again, it's like when you brush your hair, and I'm saying that thinking no. <laughs> but when you brush your hair, you're not brushing all of it off. You're not ripping it all out. It's the same for our dogs. All of that dead hair and dust and all of that sort of stuff, that's what you're brushing out. And particularly in, like, say, the summer months, you'll find that when you're brushing your dog through, then, yes, there's a lot more fur coming out. And the bulk of that tends to be the undercoat and the, the, the dead fur and the heavy fur that they're just trying to get rid of. 
So that can enable them to be a little bit cooler. Okay, so we have mentioned, I remember we have talked before about undercoat and overcoat. And well, brushes and stuff, uh, yeah. And brushes and stuff. So well, during the summer months, the dog will naturally shit, or in, let's not use the word summer months because obviously yeah, yeah. there's different, we're in the tropics right now and there is no summer months, it's just hot. <laughs> um, will dogs naturally shed at certain times and will their body adjust to where they yes, are? Yes, pretty much, yes. If you're taking a dog from a hot climate to a cool climate, then yes, their fur will adjust to some degree. If you're dealing with a, um, a typically single coat, short haired dog like, like your boxer, there's only so much that they can do. If you're dealing with bringing a husky to Phuket, which for some reason people seem to think is a good idea, then yes, those dogs will adjust as best that they can in terms of shedding out a lot of their undercoat. Not all of it, obviously, but they'll shed out a fair amount. You mentioned earlier as well about dogs panting um, because that's the way that they sweat. That's the way they keep cool. Um, yeah. but can you just, there's also, is it their paws as well quite important? I just wanted to touch it. They can. You'll sometimes see if they're particularly stressed or particularly hot. Yeah, you might see some paw prints on like tiled floors and that. There is a little bit coming out, but I mean, it's not like, it, it's it's not a lot. It's not a, by no means a primary um, function of keeping the dog cool. But would it be a good idea, and I'm, I'm kind of going off the topic here, just because I want people to be careful with the heat at the moment mm-hmm. um, and their dogs. Would it be a good idea to have kind of like a paddling pool of just like an inch yep, or two can. of water? Yep, so keeping them, so how to keep the dog cool, right? Number one, we touched on it, a lot of brushing, particularly if you're dealing with a double-coated dog um, with lots of long fur like uh, Paula's Golden Retriever. Lots of regular brushing. A, you're going to keep out all the mats so it doesn't get all knotted and what have you because that can cause issues. Uh, just one side note, the other issue with shaving the dog a lot is obviously when you shave it, the, the fur is going to regrow. If you're dealing with double-coated dogs, what tends to happen is the undercoat, the base coat, can often grow back a little bit quicker than the outer coat. And that's when you start getting things like matting problems, i.e. the hair is all twisted together. And that starts to pinch the skin. And then when you start brushing or trying to clip that, you're actually going to start clipping the skin. You also get problems with hair regrowing, i.e. just it just doesn't regrow in certain patches. Or you're going to have more skin issues. On top of that, if you've now shaved your dog's fur, if they're scratching, they're sort of out in the grass, they're that much more susceptible to more grazes and impacts, cuts and bruises and what have you on their skin. All of their fur is protecting them against that. Now, I don't... Well, I try not to shave very often because I just hate shaving. Um, but when I do shave, I sometimes get ingrowing hairs, which are really... Which is the same thing that can uh, happen with uh, the dog. That's exactly what I was going to ask. So yeah. can dogs I mean, there's a difference. When, when we shave, we're, we're really shaving, if, if you're using clippers versus a, a razor blade. Obviously, with, with dogs, we're generally just using clippers. But even so, shaving it down to like a, a, a number one is a way too short. And you, the dog is going to have, can have issues with ingrowing hairs or just ball patches that just don't regrow back um you mentioned about the pool oh yeah yeah sorry uh, sorry i got sidetracked particularly somewhere like phuket that is a tropical a lot of dogs here have a lot of skin issues so we're, there's a careful balance of i want to keep my dog cool but i also need to keep him dry because having a lot of wet fur apart from the stench is very conducive to causing a lot of skin issues uh, fungal infections, bacterial infections, hot spots, all come from having wet or moist, damp fur. So I want to keep my dog cool. I want to put him in some in the pool, let him have a swim, or like you say, get a small sort of, um, I mean, bowl but large sort of um, paddling pool of cold water, or even cold towels, ice towels and stuff. You can certainly do that. But once you've done it, um, I also need to keep my dog dry. And this is the issue somewhere like 
Phuket or somewhere that's hot, if you have access to water or a pool and the dog's constantly in and out, in and out, especially if you've got, for example, Paul, a golden retriever, getting that dog bone dry seven times a day is going to be an absolute nightmare. So if it's it's a bit of a trade-off, maybe it's a case of my dog is constantly in and out of the pool or we're constantly putting you know, water down or cold towels, fine, maybe at the end of the day, that's your time to really brush through, properly wash the dog, dry the dog properly using a, using a hair dry, not just a towel dry. Because a towel dry, done really well, you'll touch the fur and think, yeah, that's nice and dry, but the undercoat will still be damp. And you really need to get that bit dry. In all fairness, I have the same with my daughter's hair. Right. Yeah, quite. <laughs> so yeah, blow drying it gets it nice and um, nice and properly. And she dry. hates it being blow dry probably yeah. as much as a dog does. And also, also, once it's dry, it's much easier than to brush through, and that's what's going to get out all any of the dead fur, any of the dust, and all of the knots and all of that. In terms of if you've got a, a very very furry dog, you'll tend to find their paws are, are very furry as well. You can certainly trim by your, and with any dog, you can certainly trim the ends. It doesn't have to be you can never cut any fur off your dog at any time. You can certainly trim them down by all means in the same way that we would go for a haircut and have ends trimmed. It's <laughs> to, and it's not about styling it, but certainly with paws, you can trim off a lot of the fur on the under um, base of the paw pads. So A, you've got a little bit more grip, but also that can help keep the, the, the paws a little bit cool as well, just a little bit fur, Probably recom- fur. We should recommend that a professional does that. Yes, I would take, I mean, generally speaking, yeah, I'd go to a, a groomer for this if you're not comfy doing it yourself. Just quickly before we, we wrap up, is there any time where shaving a dog is okay? Because I see a lot of poodles, that, I bring up Crufts quite a lot on this podcast because it's the only dog show that I know. Yeah. Uh, we see poodles that are trimmed and looking, you know, some of them got a fluffy little tail, look like a, I don't know, a, a bit of candy floss. Yeah. yeah. It, is that, or is that just for kind of the show? Or is it any time where shaving a dog is okay? In terms of, uh, my short answer is going to be no, again. There are, I mean, look, if uh, I, I see it a lot here in Phuket. I've got a dog with me now. That's, he's got parts of him shaved, but he has a skin infection. So we need to shave it down, clear that up, and allow this to then regrow on top. So in terms of a medical situation, yeah, sure. Obviously, it's got to happen. In terms of dealing with the heat, which is the main reason people would want to shave their... I mean, I've seen people with short head labs that have shaved them down. And you think, why would you do that? In terms of the dogs themselves, generally, there is no functional benefit to shaving them. Medically, there might be, but that's a separate issue anyway. We can bench that one. Things like poodles, um, there's the, the genesis of their strange sort of cuts is they're really good at water retrieving, but it's a lot of dense fur. So they're keeping the fur around the, the organs and the body to keep them warm when they're swimming, but then there's less fur on the extremities so they can actually swim faster and paddle through and they're not quite so heavy in the water. That's the theory behind it. So, But in terms of general day-to-day pet function, lots of brushing, general grooming, certainly keep them nice and trim. Things like Goldens, uh, Springer Spaniels have a lot of fur and sort of dangly mats around their, their bellies and their, their legs. By all means, you can trim a lot of that off, but that's the external outer coat as opposed to shaving down onto the, the, the inner coats and what have you. Cool. So in summary, Paula? As, I, as we started with Paula, uh, no, don't do it. There you go. Thanks, Russell. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.